This is Library Nerds with Words, the podcast that gives you the word on all the cool, nerdy happenings at Peter White Public Library and the library universe beyond. From books and concerts to search engines and story times, the library nerds are in and ready to show you that being a nerd can be cool. Get ready, get set, get nerdy. Welcome back to Library Nerds with Words, the podcast where you get the word on all the cool things happening at Peter White Public Library and the Library Universe Beyond from the people who know it best, library nerds. I'm Marty Atkins, the Adult Programming Coordinator at Peter White Public Library, and sitting in the hot seat today is our first repeat guest library nerd, Amanda Pierce, Teen Services Coordinator for Peter White. Welcome back, Amanda. Thanks, Marty. I'm so happy to be here again. Well, I'm so happy you agreed to come back on the podcast to talk about everything that's going on this summer and beyond in the teen zone. And I know that you've been really busy with the kickoff of the summer reading program and Pride Month, among other things. You know, summer vacation may have just started, but you certainly haven't slowed down at all. Um, But before we get the word from you on all the cool things happening in your neck of the library, We have to talk a little bit more about you. Now, the first time you were on, you told us about how you became a library nerd. Today, I'd like you to talk a little bit about your favorite part of working at Peter White Public Library. What's one of the things that you enjoy the most? In short, I'd like you to give us another word on the nerd. Amanda, can you tell us something you love about being a Peter White Public Library nerd? Uh, I think probably one of my most favorite aspects of the job is helping kids, um, teens and adults even, find a new book that they absolutely love. Um, You can't go wrong when you find, recommend a book and then they come back like, oh my gosh, this book was so good and I loved it so much. What else can you recommend for me to listen to and to read right now and whatnot? So it's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, you know, that that's always great. I, I love doing that where you like you find a book that you really, really love and you like you you tell someone, Oh, you've got to read this, you're gonna love this. And it, it's like um, I don't know, it's like spreading library nerd joy or something. <laughs> it is. It's so fun. There was um la earlier this week, um, there was um a lady and her daughter were in the library. And the daughter picked out her book. She knew exactly what she was looking for. And then the mom was like, I need a book. What do you recommend it? Cause she's just walking around and I'm like, Ooh, um, let me see. And I pulled off the bookshelf for her, the left-handed booksellers of London by Garth Nix. I'm like, it's set in the eighties. It's X, Y, Z. It's so good. She's like sold. I'm like, wow. yay. I hope she loved it as much as I did. I'm really hoping they're going to write another one about that whole series, but we shall see. Oh, that, that is so cool. Yeah, you know, um, and I've, I've done that too. I've been walking through the library. I've, I've met somebody that I know and they say, you know, I don't know what I'm looking for. What what do you recommend? You know, mm-hmm. now, now if people come to me and ask for recommendations, I'm going for poetry a lot of the time. So they have to know to expect that. But, you know. Um, <laughs> my my default um, when kids come in, teens and adults mostly, and they say they love sci-fi, 
And um, my default book is the Red Rising trilogy by Pierce Brown. Mm-hmm. Absolutely yeah. love this series. And they're like, well, I actually got Ben hooked on it in circulation when I first came here. Cause I'm like, you have to read this. This is so good. And we're both waiting for book six to come out because he did the first three books are set in one time frame, And then the next three are going to be, um, there's two of them are out. They're set 10 years in the future after the aftermath of everything that happened in the first trilogy. So it's really neat to go back and see it all. But we're just waiting for that last book to come out so bad. We're like, it, it's going to be here. It's going to come it, eventually. It's but so he ter- and the author had to rewrite half the book. Uh, it, it's so terrible when you're when you're like, it's, I, 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 in my heart, I try to avoid series because I'm such an impatient person. <laughs> I'm like, you know, if I get like three books in and I find out that there's like, another book coming and I'm like oh come on now I gotta it was like it was it was that way with me and Harry Potter when that book started coming out and that series I just I was one of those people at midnight at the store getting that book I could not wait you know oh same the last one when the last one came out um you could pre-order it at the bookstore one block down from where I lived in college and so I pre-ordered it I walked in the pre-order line walked in at 11.59 and walked out at 12.01 with my copy of the book and I went home and I sat up until six in the morning to read the entire book Mm -hmm. and then I had to like sleep for two hours and go to work but then I had to reread it because like you know I had to reread it after reading it in six hours (laughs) yeah I know that when I uh when I I did I pre-ordered it but I did it through Amazon and I and they guaranteed delivery like that morning so I was it was so strange. I was like sitting out looking through my, my uh, living room window going, come on, when is it coming? When is it coming? And then I literally met like the UPS guy at the door and said, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I, that's everybody tells me to, I should read Game of Thrones and I love the TV show. I enjoyed the TV show a lot, but like my biggest thing is like, it's not a done series and those books are huge. So I'm refusing to touch the series until it is complete, completely done. And and um, who knows and who knows when that's going to be because George R R Martin is so I don't want I don't know if it's slow or meticulous or what but I mean he's been saying that last book has been coming for years now. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> oh, I know, and I'm just like not going to touch that series. Um, when did I start? Oh, I read Outlander, um, and I was like, you should read this series, and I'm like, um, well. Okay. So then I was, I think it was when we moved here in 14. Um, I picked it up and I read all of them because then that last one came out and now I've been waiting for how many years for the final one to come out and mm-hmm. it's coming out soon. It's, it's on its way. All right. Well, let, let's keep our fingers crossed that Georgia R. Martin finally like sits down at his desk and pounds out the rest of that book. So we, cause I've been putting off reading that series too, cause I'm sort of like you, I don't want to do that. And then yeah. Say, the next 20 years of my life hoping for another another uh sequel so all right, right. <laughs> well you know we sort of wandered far afield with that one but that's all right I love talking about that kind of stuff <laughs> hey, we're recommending books to each other that's right so okay that's well part of what I love about my job that's right well there you have it listeners that was Amanda Pierce teen services coordinator at Peter White Public Library talking about one of her favorite things she does as a library nerd, which is recommend books um, to people. And now that we've done that, it's time for us to get The Word.
Amanda, what's the word you want to share with us today? Well, I want to give you a little bit more of an idea of what's going on for the rest of the Teen Read Summer Reading Program. Um, we have our, let's see, right now the kids can turn in their first bingo card if they're done with that. Um, that started on Monday. I've had about four kids turn in stuff so far, and I'm expecting a few more today. Um, we have Dessert Wars coming up next month in July. Um, and then, which is July 20th, and registration opens for that on July 6th. And then we have two more dates for take and make, um, teen read take and make pickups, which is the 13th of July and the 20th of July. So um, that's what I got for the rest of my summer. I'm pretty busy with that, but uh, I'm starting to get ramped up for next school year, which is oddly only a couple months away, it sounds oh, like. Don't say that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even want to touch that one. And Boy, those take and makes, those, um, I, I mean, I've seen you do them. They, they are, take quite a bit of uh, energy to get that all put together. Yeah, I've had a couple kids sent me some pictures. I put them up yesterday on the Instagram and the stories. They sent me their bookends that they did. Um, I've heard a couple kids have made their sloths and um, one of them made their book hedgehog already. Um, so yeah, they're going, they're really well, the kids really like them. They're really well um. I don't know what you want to call it, um, accepted that the kids, that they got all these fun activities to do. Um, so I'm waiting to see more of the projects. Hopefully more kids will show me what they've done um, by sending me an email. Um, but for the fact that I'm already looking at next school year and I'm like, what are we going to do? Um, so I'm going to bring back JTAB, oh, which cool. is our junior teen advisory board for grades um, five through eight. Um, Outward is going to be back, which is for LGBTQIA plus youth. Um, and then we have the college kids from Q&A come and join us for that. Um, and then we have our tab group, which is the teen advisory board for grades nine through 12. So I'm starting to plan activities for all of them, um, what we're gonna do, what our big activities are gonna be. JTAB's gonna help plan live clue. Um, looks like we're gonna bring that back because we'll be able to do a little bit larger of an in-person program. And if you've never seen live clue, just think of the board game, but played in the library on a larger scale. <laughs> So, um, so it really will be done with the rope in the library. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the theme we pick this year. Because every year we pick a different theme. Um, one year there was a Harry Potter theme. They did uh, story, um, like famous story characters. One year I don't know what our theme will be this year. Um, so we'll be doing that. And then the other really big thing that we're going to be working on is tab. We're going to be working on a prom dress swap. Oh, nice. Yeah. So yeah, um, if. If anybody out there listening to this podcast has some prom dresses or formal gowns that they would like to donate for this event, we're collecting them here in the teen zone at the Peter White Library. Um, I have a rack that's hanging up and uh, you can just hang the dress on it. And if they have a uh, high school age student and they donate a dress, they can um, put their name and they get a ticket to a night before event so they can shop the sale first. Um, it is all the dresses that are donated are going to be free for anybody who attends the event. And I'm really hoping that we can do this event and it takes off. Dickinson County Library does it and it's really popular and really well recepted there. Yeah, you, you know that I having had a daughter in high yeah. school, I know how expensive prom dress shopping can be. It's, oh, uh, it's so expensive. <laughs> like I remember when I was in high school and we won't say how many years ago that was okay. um, <laughs> spending 
at least $150 on like the dress and the shoes and the, all the accessories, but that's, that's not including hair and makeup and whatever, and the tickets and all that. I, um, I, yeah, I think my last, the last dress I bought for my daughter was over $200. It was just, it was beautiful, you know, yeah, of course. Right. Um, but I mean, crazy, crazy expensive. So hopefully this will help uh, people, people out. Um, because, uh, let me tell you, if I, if my daughter was still in high school, I'd be all over that. <laughs> well, my thing is too, is like you pay so much money for this dress and it gets worn once and maybe you can sell it. Maybe someone else can wear it. But like, I really hope that this can be like the start of a cycle where we can like pay it forward to other kids and reduce, reuse, recycle type thing. Um, all about being green because the fashion industry is, I've got a friend who's in um, college or grad school right now, and she's a costume designer. And she's always talking about how we can reduce the carbon footprint and, um, and how fast, fast fashion is bad for the environment. And watching her restore all these old garments right now is really cool. And um, watching her whole philosophy. And so it just got me thinking, it's like, what can we do here in Marquette to help bring it down? And it's going to be open to all students of Marquette County. Um, anybody, like I said, anybody who needs a prom dress would be able to come to the event, which I'm really looking forward to doing. And, and you know, for those of you out there with like 80s prom dresses, you know, you know, I always say fashion comes back around. So you never know. The 90s are back. The, the tie dyed oh and the, like, the really um, like the straight silky dresses of the 90s are back. And I'm like, oh, I had a few of those. Don't have those anymore, though. <laughs> It's amazing when you see kids coming out and they think they're so cool and everything. And then you think, say, you know what? Um, that's the kind of stuff that we were wearing back in the day. So, <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. I'm just like, what? Well, I, I want to compliment you on one thing. The, uh, the uh, sushi, the candy sushi. Oh, yeah. My, my mm -hmm. son came in and did that. That was so good. <laughs> and um, I, I, I'm diabetic, so I only could have like a little bit of it. But oh my god, I think Gideon, my son, made himself sick eating that stuff. But it was he loved it. So. He would not have been the only child that ate all of their sushi in one go round as well. I've heard oh, a couple other parents were like, "Yeah, they ate it all in one sitting, and they didn't have the best stomach feelings the next night." <laughs> all um, right, you'll have to come judge the dessert wars for me, Marty, when we do those next month. Oh, I'm, I'm down for that. I'll, I'll do dessert wars anytime. All right. All right. Well, um, that's the word for all you library nerds listening out there from Amanda Pierce, Peter White Public Library's team service coordinator. But Amanda, you've been on the pad podcast before, so you know what's coming next. Now, I know you've been really busy, but library nerds always make time to read no matter what. So we want to dig we want you to dig through that pile of books on your desk at home and tell us about a book or books that you think listeners should pick up. Off the shelf. So what have you been reading so far this summer, Amanda? Um, I finished up, one of the books I read was um, Storm Beyond, uh, Sky Beyond the Storm um, by, Sa I always mess her name up, Sabir Tahir. It's the fourth series of the um, Ember and the Ashes novel was the final one. So I finally finished that one. So I finished another series, a four book series that made me very happy. Um, but lately I've been reading a lot of graphic novels. We got a few new ones in. Um, I just read the newest um, ones we got in was uh, Black Widow, volume one and two. 
by Nathan Edmondson. Um, I really enjoyed them. Uh, we had a couple kids ask, kids and teens ask for Black Widow since the movie's coming out next week. Um, so we found some Black Widow teen approved graphic novels. Um, and they were actually really good. It gave you a really interesting backstory of um, Black Widow and her character and what she does now. Pre, I guess maybe pre-Thanos snap. Um, uh, it was really interesting. I really like that one. And the other one I really love that I've been reading, I read and I can't wait to read again when it comes back as um, The Girl from the Sea by Molly Knox Ostertang. I believe that's how you pronounce your last name. She wrote Witch Boy, um, but The Girl from the Sea is about a girl who wants to leave her small hometown, but then she meets a girl from the sea. She meets a Seelie. Um, and so it's about her adventures with her and trying to like be her true self. Um, it, in the end, it's got a really great message. Um, it's a really sweet book. I loved how it was, uh, loved how the colors popped. Um, the illustrations were beautiful. The storyline was wonderful. Um, so yeah, I've been reading those. I've got a few that I'm going to take on vacation with me next week. Um, I'm going to take the luck of the Titanic. Will not be reading that one on the airplane though. Um, <laughs> I'm going to hopefully read uh, Legend Born and then I'm going to read uh, one adult novel I've got on my shelf to read is um, One Last Stop by Casey McClinton wow. as well. So you've so got, you got a whole thing that you're working through. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to read three books next week while on vacation. I've got, a, I got some airport time, so might as well. But not the Titanic book when you're on yeah, the plane. <laughs> not the Titanic book when I'm on the plane. <laughs> I, I love graphic novels. I mean, just the combination of words and art. And I mean, they're just... Oh, they're it's just beautiful. Gorgeous. Yeah, they're just gorgeous to read. And if anybody out there has not, picked up a graphic novel and read one you really should you really should give it a shot because um there it's a it's a it's a different experience but it's really wonderful to have that kind of visual as well as the the written art yeah and it's come a long way um from what people thought graphic novels are like the comic strips and the dc and the marvel other it's because I was resistant for so long, um, probably up until 2016. Like I never really read a graphic novel. Yes, I read like Kelvin and Hobbes and I read like comic strips. But for me to sit down to read um, like a Marvel or DC book, it bothered me. Like it was just the way everything was laid out. But the more that I'm immersed in the teen stuff and doing the kid stuff, it's so many books are becoming graphic novels. Did you know they turned the Magic Treehouse series into a graphic novel series? I, I did not know that. And that was one of my, my daughter's favorite uh, series. So. Actually in my bag right now. It is the um, Dinosaurs Before Dark. My daughter, my oldest daughter just read it. Um, and she said it was really good and she really liked it. So, and the pictures are pretty cool. You'll have to check it out. I'm going to return it today because she finished it. Yeah, you know, and, and that's the thing. They're, they're more than comic books. I mean, because I read comic books when I was a kid, but they're just more than that. So yeah. They've, they've evolved a lot. And just the illustrations alone in some of these books are just so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that's you should hard. check out the, um, the Tea Dragon Society. That is one of my favorite graphic novels. The illustrations alone are just, they're, they're print worthy. Like you would print it out and put it like a poster on your you wall. Wanna, they're that beautiful. You want to take them apart, frame them and put them on. Yes, your they're so pretty. They'd be like <laughs> the, the cutest like decorations for a baby's room. Like, and I know that sounds weird, but like, once you see them, you'd be like, oh, that is so sweet. It's just, I love it. All right. Well, there we go. Now we have book recommendations, art recommendations, how to decorate your 
your nursery recommendations. I mean, we've got it all on this podcast. (laughs) Well, there you have it, fellow library nerds. Amanda's summer reading recommendations of books that you should pick up off the shelf. And we have come to the end of another episode of Library Nerds with Words. I want to thank one of my favorite fellow library nerds, Amanda Pierce, Peter White's Teen Services Coordinator, for taking time out of her busy summer schedule to sit in the guest nerd chair again with me. Come back next week when I will be joined by library nerd Alyssa Hummel from Peter White Public Library's Communications Department. Until then, everyone, stay nerdy. Thank you for listening to Library Nerds with Words, Peter White Public Library's weekly podcast, giving you the word on what's cool at the library. The theme for the podcast is Happy Clappy by John Bartman, used courtesy of Pixabay. This episode was written and produced by Martin Ackett's and sponsored by Peter White Public Library. Until next week, pick up a good book, listen to some good music, watch a good movie, attend a great event, and remember, library nerds are the coolest people around.